Hello? Who's calling? Okay, just a moment. Peace is calling. I got a fun piece of mind. See, this is what that voice in your head says when you try to get peace of mind. I got a fun piece of mind. I got a fun piece of mind. Welcome to the Peace is Calling podcast. We're your hosts, Tierica Berry and Miranda X. Peace is Calling is more than just a podcast. It's an act of love. It is a commitment to oneself. It is a charge to be intentional. So it's time to reclaim our time, our mental wellness, and our peace of mind. What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Miranda X, and I would like to welcome you to this week's episode of Peace is Calling. We're switching it up a little bit for today's episode. I told Tierica I needed some spontaneity in my life. So, you know, this is how I'm choosing to spice up my life, y'all. Pray for me. We ain't doing no notes, right? So usually Tierica and I, for our our episodes, we will create an outline for our conversation. But today, you know, she just going to go with my flow. So you ready to flow through the chaos, Tierica? (laughs) Y'all help me. Help me now. (laughs) (laughs) she don't know what i'm gonna say so gotta keep her on her p's and q's you ready yes i'm ready you sure yes all right you sure (laughs) let's get it all right pick one thing go sunflower roses roses ice cream or smoothies smoothies beach or mountains Mm, beach walking or driving walking red or yellow yellow Sun or moon? Sun. Summer or fall? Fall. Money or time? Time. Money or love? Love. Marriage or love? Love. (laughs) (laughs) Peace or love? Peace. Peace or passion? Mm. Peace. Passion or creativity? Oh, that's a hard one. Passion <laughs> or creativity? Passion or creativity? I'm a creative being, so I got to go with creativity. All right. Alignment or manifestation? Alignment. You ready for my last one? I thought I was until you asked that question. You sure? Listeners. <laughs> All right. iPhone or Android? Oh, come on now. You already know. I'm team Android all day, ladies and gentlemen. Right. <laughs> right, right. That's that's what we're going to keep it here in public on the podcast. All right. <laughs> so, you know, as Erica is aware, I've been in this constant state of reflection for the past couple of months. But I don't know. For some reason, it's been really more dominant these past couple of weeks. So I really want to dive into some of the thoughts with y'all if you don't mind. So, Tierica, that's the direction I'm going in, okay? Okay. And so, Tierica and I talk a lot about our future, our goals, our dreams, our passion, what kind of women we are, what kind of women we want to become, all of that good stuff. Make sure, you know, you get a friend like Tierica or Miranda. Make sure y'all talking about y'all future together, right? Because friends who pray together, stay together, grow together, learn together, you know, get this money together. <laughs> okay. I say, I say, I say. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking earlier, I said, man, 
why why are we doing this? Because my thoughts are gonna go everywhere and nowhere, but still gonna be up in here. And but anyway, masterpiece in the end. So right, right. Come on, somebody. <laughs> but um, lately we've been discussing like marriage, love, courtships, relationships, and when we talk about relationships, we're talking about all different type of ships. So that can be like partnerships, your relationships with your family, um, romantic great relationships, and of course your just normal friendships. And so our 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 conversations vary. Um, over the past few episodes for Peace is Calling, we've discussed um, our point of no return with you all, how we properly categorize our attraction and what we will recommend, the steps to do that, how to align ourselves with peace. And most recently, we talked about choosing or being what is safe, right? And so today, what I would like to do is um, I have like different areas here, but we'll go with the flow. Um, I want to start off with choosing the right mate, Right. And so how do we find the right mate? How do we choose the right person? How do we know that they're right? And so I want to start off that with you. And I'm going to add this, but I don't know if it's too soon because I don't want to throw you off. But I'll make sure to repeat my question. How do we choose the right mate is my question, right? But then I was thinking, should we be seeking the quote unquote right mate? And now I'm passing it over to you. Go for it. Holy. I'm <laughs> glad this is not video because you probably would have been laughing in my face right now. Um, but in terms of choosing the right mate, I, just in all transparency, honesty, and vulnerability, um, when you ask the question, I guess as a single woman, mm. I questioned my, my authority to even answer this question. Okay. Right? And that's Absolutely. just being being honest and transparent. Um, I think just from where I am right now in the position I'm in, I think that when we get caught up in this idea of choosing the right mate, then we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and we, um, we may rob ourselves of experiences Mm. because it's like, you know, sifting through a bucket. Like, is this it? Nope. Throw it away. Is this it? Nope. Throw it away. Mm -hmm. Is this it? Whereas there's beauty in in different people and beauty in everybody. And if we're not in such a rush to try to lock, you know, hurry up and lock it down and and things Mm -hmm. like that, then we can have an experience where, you know, we may um, be enlightened for a moment, for a week, for a month. You know, Mm -hmm. um, we may uh, learn something about ourselves in that process we may learn something about what we want or don't want or like or don't like in a person Mm -hmm. and then um so I think and to answer your your the second question you asked in terms of should we be looking for the right mate I think that um I think that we just have to reframe how how we go about that process it's for me anyway um I'm looking at it more so from how do I, how do I grow and learn and stay open and in alignment? And if I'm doing those things, Mm -hmm. then I'm going to automatically attract people who are attracted to me, what is Mm -hmm. for me. And Mm -hmm. then when I attract that to me, then as long as I'm still in alignment and in spirit, then I will know if this is my life partner or if this is just for a season. 
That's good. Thank you. That's good. That's good. Thank um, you. I um, I'm 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 processing. You know, it's it's always interesting because sometimes when we're when we're talking or having conversations with people, um, sometimes it's transactional, like meaning like we can go back and forth with it, but. I, I, I've been challenging myself to actually sit and process what I just heard instead of going to the next thing. And what you said was, is, is very good. And so I appreciate um, everything that you basically shared with us today. So thank you for that. And I think that that's, um, um, as a single person, I think that that's funny um, that you said that because sometimes it's like, how do we give advice in spaces that we're still learning in? If that right. makes sense, or how do we? And it doesn't necessarily need to be advice, right? Because it's not. This is what works for you. It may not be for everybody else, so it's not it necessarily advice. But it's, huh? Just perspective. Yeah, I'm just sharing my perspective, and so um, even with you, you said something, and it made me think of like I just recently told you, um, or we had a conversation about it. It's like, how do I trust my judgment in finding the right person? Right. Like hmm. sometimes I don't feel like I have the best judgment when it comes to men and so of course we want to go with what is um in alignment but we even talked about that um i think during our set not our second episode our third episode when we're talking about aligning ourselves with peace right and so once some of us don't even know we're not even aligned with what we need to be doing in the world right Mm -hmm. and some of us in, in addition to not knowing our purpose in the world we still aren't even self-aware or know who we are yet in the world. But I guess if you don't know none of that, then you shouldn't be trying to look for me. Man, yes. <laughs> you you just said something right there, man. Okay. You just said something right there. Because the thing about it is, if we don't know who we are and we're not in alignment with ourselves, like mm-hmm. if, we, if we ourselves are not in alignment, then we're so, some people are so far off base mm. and they keep running into the same type of, um, dysfunction mm-hmm. and wondering why well it's because you're not supposed to be over there anyway you need right, to get back right. over here come over here <laughs> right. sit down and somewhere back in I'm alignment just... where you're in alignment and you uh-huh. you know like you said sit down somewhere yeah and um you know then you'll find yourself you know around surrounded by people that are are more your speed and where uh, align with where you're trying to go or where you're oh. supposed to be going. Where my sugar honey iced tea at? I'm just... <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> okay. I'm going to stop. All right. So in a, in an ideal world, right? I'm a, I'm in alignment with um with my purpose. I'm in I'm in alignment and I understand who I am. Now, how do I still I, how do I recognize when the right person is in front of me? Right. Like what 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 signs should I be looking for? Um, Like, I think first I'm looking for compatibility, compatibility. Right. Do they align? I mean, I I keep saying align. Um, Do they complement with um, with who I am and what I'm doing in my in my life? How about you? Yeah, I mean, when you asked the question, the first thing that came to mind was the word compatibility. And I didn't, Mm -hmm. you know, like. I think compatibility is important, but I don't know that people really, I think we throw that term around loosely without Mm -hmm. really thinking about what compatibility means. Like, Mm -hmm. 
okay, he's funny, he made me laugh, but mm-hmm. does that mean we're compatible? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think when you really break down compatibility, mm-hmm. you have to, you can't, you can't judge compatibility or determine compatibility until you have some conversations, mm-hmm. you know, about mm-hmm. some things. Like, um, one of my little cousins was on the phone with a little boy and, and, you know, <laughs> I did my big cousin thing, me and my other cousin. So we're on the phone grilling this boy, asking him, you know, um, you know, what are your plans? Where are you going to school? Are you in any extracurricular activities? And he's answering these questions and she's getting excited because she's learning this information for the first time. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, me too. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, what y'all be talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know? And so, you know, like when you talk about compatibility, you have to see, all right, well, what's your vision for life? You know, where, where are you going? What's important to you? What are your family values like? What are your spiritual values like? Um, you know, um, do you want children? Mm-hmm. You know, do you want to be married? You know, you get into a, a relationship with somebody and, and, and six months down the line, you know, find out that you're pregnant and then the person's like yeah I don't I don't want children like right what like that's the conversation we should have had so those are those are some of the things that um that I think go into compatibility and then also when you do recognize and acknowledge compatibility or incompatibility I should say Mm -hmm. being um uh intentional enough to say okay, well, I don't, you know, this, this, this right here doesn't seem like a a fit. It doesn't seem Mm -hmm. like a match, you know? And, and, you know, you and I've had these conversations, you know, I will tell you straight, you know, just, Hey, yeah, I don't think this is a good match. You know, I've done that. I've done that on dates before, you know? Um, and it, it typically baffles the person that I'm on the date with because I'm, I'm very forward about it, not mean or rude or anything like that. I'm just intentional. And I'm 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 clear on it, you know. Yeah. This ain't gonna work. This ain't yeah. it. Time this out. Ain't it. Red flag. <laughs> Yellow flag on the play, sir. Time out. I'm just <laughs> like, hold on. We put the stop. Just, I mean, but it's. I think. I think as we get older, right, on a more serious note, I think we were just talking about something similar earlier. But having important conversations. Um, and having serious conversations about ending certain things without it having to be disrespectful. But I think mm. as we are adulting and as we're growing in our adulthood and just getting older, I think it's important that we have conversations. So it's okay to tell somebody like, hey, like after going on a few dates, I don't think we're compatible or mm. I don't think that this is going to work. Um, and I think a lot of us either cheat ourselves out of having that conversation or we're not mature enough to have those conversations so as you speak on like hey i'm not i'm not hesitant or shy to let somebody what it is and i think that that's okay and i think we need to start encouraging that more because i think if we're more honest with ourselves one will save a lot of time um but two it's just like you know you respect the other person you're getting to know whether or not you end up with them or not Hmm. i got Uh, a question for you oh I don't, I don't know if I'm ready for that. I don't know. <laughs> so you can ask me and I'll, I'll let you know if I'm an answer. <laughs> it's, it's easy. It's easy. Oh, I just want to know. Your easy. Opinion. For who? 
I just want to know your opinion. So okay, you said that you think that it's it's okay for, or we should normalize. Hey, we went out on three dates and we decide that this is not a good fit. Mm-hmm. Now, right now, there's a lot of talk about men and spending money, and if they're mm-hmm. not getting, mm-hmm. you know, you know what what they want at the end of the night. <laughs> then they don't want to um, yeah they don't want to pay for for the meal or they right. don't want to you know so what are your thoughts on that do you think that maybe the first few dates should be dutch until we determine that we're going to go further do you feel like you know the man should pay the woman should pay does it go mm-hmm. by income mm-hmm. like what are your thoughts on that <laughs> does it go can we get a sliding scale based <laughs> 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 income based dates. <laughs> yes, that would be great. So look, but um um honestly Tierica, I think so it's not going to it's not an easy answer, right? Or it's not just a simple answer, I should say. I I feel like one if we're talking about expectations on a date, I think you're going into the date all wrong anyway. And I think any man or speak on men right now. I feel like any man who's going into a relationship or a date with a woman that they want to get to know and are expecting something in return because of that date, I think that that you're a weirdo. And I think that you shouldn't be dating in the first place. I'm just I'm just making it plain and I'm just saying it simple. I don't think you're emotionally there to be dating if you're expecting something in return. Right. I think the point of dating is just to get your feet wet <laughs> like just getting in the pool um i i just think you're fi- figuring out and learning who that person is and you're just trying to um figure it out um as a woman am i going into um um if a man asks me out am i expecting him to pay i don't i'm gonna bring just regardless always yeah I'm not gonna I I may not make that assumption I might just like be I'm gonna always be under the assumption that I'm gonna pay for myself and I'm gonna look out for myself but a man is gonna say no I got it um and when he say he got it then I'm yes sir (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna be quiet I'm gonna let that go um you said one more thing and um oh should should people should we go dutch until we figure it out um i think that that's fair like i i I think it would be fair to say like hey um we're getting to know each other and that's probably what i would probably do in the beginning myself is just i'm under the expectation that we're both paying for ourselves because we're just getting to know each other this is the beginning but i'm not going in to a date with expectations of this man has to pay for me and if he ain't paying for me got it like that you feel me <laughs> i'm not doing that i'm not thinking i'm not thinking of it like that and but i i just think the audacity of anybody to think that they have their they're owed something from somebody i think that if you're going in with that mindset i don't think that you are emotionally intelligent i don't think that you are ready to be in a like healthy relationship with someone. So uh, I mean, there are some people out there that that's, that's their intention. They go out there, women who go out for that, there are men that go out there for that. But for me, as for me, that's for me. Yeah. (laughs) uh -uh. So yeah, if that's what you want, just don't even, don't even swing this way. Don't come over here. Mm-mm. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, but like, even if someone had that mindset, I just wouldn't want to date. Like, I one, I don't. I, 
Yeah. You said it best. Just don't come over here. But mm -hmm. I truly don't think that they're ready for a relationship. Like when I think about a relationship, right? Um, and the men that I want to be with, I'm not, I'm not here to play with you. And I'm not here to like assume anything or expect anything. Like I, I, I want genuine connection and um, I'm going to just go with the flow in the sense of um, um, like I'm, I'm intentional, but going with the flow in the sense of like, okay, I'm going to be under the assumption that I'm going to pay for myself and that's okay. Like if, cause I'm just trying, I'm not going to be upset if I have to pay for myself is what I'm trying to say. Right. Right. right, right. So yeah. Did I answer your question? It did. Woof. See, that was easy. Who almost, you know, somebody probably <laughs> raised their eyebrow like, oh, girl, you good girl. But um, <laughs> any more questions? I'm ready now. I'm ready. Nope. That was it. Okay. You sure? For now. Text me the next question. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, um in relationships right um do you think you gotta love your partner when, when you're in a relationship <laughs> it's not someone you're dating like you're with that person you gotta love them right i think you should love your partner <laughs> you I, think I think you, you should. should i think you should i hope you yeah. do i think it's important and the only reason the only reason why i even say i think is because i talked to um so sometimes people use like and love synonymously or interchangeably. Mm -hmm. And so I, I'm trying to remember if it's, I think it's the love that's consistent and you, yeah, yeah, yeah. The love, like, the love yeah. is consistent and then you may not like that person all the time. Woo child. You know? mm -hmm. Like I don't like you today, but I love you. And you know, because I love you, I'm going to be nice to you. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm gonna but, respect um, you, and but I, but I don't, I don't like you today. Yeah, and um, I think that that's um, I think that I think that love is important. Love is very, very much important. Do do relationship last without love? Yes, uh, it's just I, I would, I would love to be in love, you mm -hmm. know. And I think that mm -hmm. people fall out of love with their partners sometimes. And I think that when those things happen, that you have to be intentional about putting a train back on the tracks, going to therapy, doing what you doing what you got to do to uh, mend mend that love. Because I do think you when the love is out breaking, of love with the person you love while you're with them, I think that people sweep things under the rug. Mm. They ignore little nuances. Um, because they don't want to nag or nitpick. Mm -hmm. And then eventually those things become a mountain and, and they can't, they can't see the love beyond the mountain mm -hmm. of nuances. And so I think that that's how, I think it happens more frequently than, than couples may admit. Um, I also don't think that it's something that needs to be publicized and, you know, broadcast, but like in terms of what what's happening, when it's happening. But I do think that uh, if more couples shared that that they had been through those things and crossed those bridges, that um, you know, I think people we would have higher success rate with marriage because sometimes people think when they fall out of love, then that's just the end. But mm -hmm. I don't, I don't believe that. Mm. Do you think that love? Um, is love the foundation or should be the foundation of one's relationship? 
um, and should it be the thing that keeps two people together? I think the foundation of the relationship should be oh my mind is just split like three different ways mm-hmm. um on one side I feel like the 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 foundation of the relationship and we talked about this in a previous mm-hmm. podcast mm-hmm. should be the mission and I think that the mission just like the mission and vision of for the the family for the marriage for the relationship should be the driving force because even when I don't like you <laughs> even when mm-hmm. you know um even when um you know I feel like I'm falling out of love with you I know that we got in this thing for this mission that's greater than us you know mm-hmm. it's it's a god it's a god mission it's it's ordained this love is ordained we have work to do as a couple as a unit and so that's why I will roll up my sleeves and we'll go to council and we'll do the work to put the train back on the tracks because the mission is too important. All right, Tierka, I think we broke up for a bit, but we should be back. Um, if you remember the last thing you were going to say, please continue. Yes, I was just saying that I think that God um, should be at the center of that mission or not think I know that God should be at the center of that mission because then that's how it, it it's bigger than just us, than our emotions and our feelings and our thoughts that are fears insecurities so mm-hmm. that means that we can you know surpass all of that and continue to stay stay diligent towards the the goal and the purpose so <clears throat> that was one side but I said it splintered into like three different ways mm-hmm. um another side is communication and comprehension because if you can't communicate Oh man, <laughs> it's, it's such a, a, I used to say communication was, was it because <clears throat> I've been in relationships where with people who didn't talk, like you don't want to tell me how you're feeling. You don't want to talk mm-hmm. about how you're feeling. You don't want to sit and listen to how I'm feeling. So how in the world do we build together if we mm-hmm. can't sit down and talk to get on the same page? So I'd be like, communication, communication. But then I've been, I've also been in, in relationship with people who are okay, are open to talk, but we're talking straight past each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, so it's not communication. It's, compre- it's communication and comprehension. So me being willing to express to you how I'm feeling, what's going on, being emotionally uh, intelligent enough emotionally literate enough to communicate what's happening inside of me and what's what's causing these things and then also for for me to be able to say it in a way that you can receive it understand it interpret it and turn it into action and vice versa I have to be able to do the same for my significant other Mm -hmm. and if we're not you know we talked about compatibility you know, it's not to say that one person is right, one person is wrong. If we are talking past each other because foundationally our understandings and viewpoints of the world are so different, then that is a, a um, like a communication mismatch, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I think that would be the foundation. I'll leave it at that. Those are, that, that. That's what I would say would be the foundation. It's the mission, the communication, and comprehension. 
That's good. That's good. And so I'm trying to figure out, do I want to say my random thought real quick or do I want to continue? <laughs> Y'all, as you get to know me, possibly, you'll know that I got random thoughts all the time. Right. Um, Let me hear the random thought. So I was listening to the minister um, the other day and the minister was speaking on marriage. And one of the things that he was speaking on in marriage, um, it's a... Hmm. Okay. One of the things he was speaking about in marriage, like I, I, I probably have said this in conversation with you, but we talk about, um, dang it. I never, I'm going to hold off until after this. Okay. Okay. Um, because it's going to throw it all off, but try to remind me and I'll try to remember (laughs) the direction that I was going in. Sorry, folks. Um, so as you talk about the mission and the important foundations, what I heard you say is one is the mission in God, right? And other, um, uh, other important foundation is communication and comprehension, mm-hmm. right? Now, neither one was love. And that was my question. Like, for you, the most important thing was God and comprehension, basically, right? And so my thought process is if love isn't the thing that keeps two people together, should it be or why should it be the thing that brings two people together? Does that make sense? If it's not what keeps them together, then why should it be what brings them together? Correct. <clears throat> well, I don't necessarily think love brings people together. I think it it does bring people together. It's like I think that And let me before you answer it, can I add a little point before that? Sure. So, like, a lot of times when we are ready to get married or when we're ready to make things official, we're waiting for this, like, I, you're waiting for this feeling of, like, love and commitment. And when you know you love that person is when you're ready to commit or spend your life with that person. That's all I wanted to say. And so that's why I'm assuming, like, that's what I mean when I say bring two people together, like, in marriage or in life. It, say that one more time explain that one more time for me the last part or the whole thing just um what you're this concept that you're talking about just this last right part. right so like we're i'm in a okay say say we're gonna start off with we're we're in a relationship already right mm-hmm. i'm not going to because we could be in a relationship getting to know each other but i may not want to spend my life with you until i know that it's real until i know that i love you I'm waiting for me to be in love with you and to love you for me to know that I could spend my life with you. Is that clear? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so my question for you is if love isn't the foundation and it isn't what is necessarily important to, to keep two people together, then why is it needed or is it relevant to bring people in union in marriage together could i marry you and not love not necessarily not love you but i don't need love to basically marry you if that makes sense it doesn't have to be love for the reason why i'm marrying you so short answer quick answer is yes you can marry somebody and not feel love not feel love um but i don't want you to answer it as if if if, as in like a is it possible is it can one be capable of it i mean like can one could there be a sign to that? Okay. I know okay. So I think that, um, and this might kind of 
throw us off a little bit. Not not even throw us off. It's going to kind of switch things because I had a conversation maybe last week or two weeks ago with a really good friend of mine. You know, Hachir. Mm-hmm. And he was basically explaining. Hey, you throwing out names now. You, I want, I don't want him to come up on a podcast and be like, "Yo, Miranda." <laughs> I gotta get, I gotta give credit to him for this. Because, okay, because it was, it was his thought. Yeah, okay, okay. It, was, it was good. It was really okay, good. Okay, and so cool. I was like, I was like, dang, I gotta, I gotta think about, I gotta. It it made me think about love differently. Right. Okay. And so. I have to attribute that to him, but then I also have to sit with it more because we just recently had this conversation mm-hmm. and I've been like really like, you know, kind of chewing on it, trying to see if this is something that, you know, I can adopt. So basically what he was saying is when we, he, he said, what is love? Because I was saying, um, I was talking about how, how we say we love somebody or you mm-hmm. don't want to say I love somebody too soon or, mm-hmm. or things of that nature. Right. And so he was saying, well, what is love? And then I was like, well, I mean, you know, love is like how you feel about. No, 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 no. What is love? And so I'm like, okay, so clearly you have an answer to this question. (laughs) You just go ahead and share it. What are you saying? He was like, love is a verb. It's an action. It's Mm -hmm. an action. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's something that you do. So you do things for someone because you love them. Mm Mm-hmm. So we have shifted our minds or, or, or got gained this, this sense of love is like a this feeling. thing that you attain mm, when, you, mm. when you get to a certain point when you're interacting with someone, when in actuality, love is really a verb. And if you like this person with strong feelings, you will do things for this person that is love. Right? Yes, yes. We're taught that love is duty. So, Mm -hmm. so, so it's not, hey, I love you. Here are the words that I love you. It's, I love you. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to provide this for you. I'm going to call you and check on you. I'm going to cook you some food. I'm going to protect you. I'm going to buy you gifts. I'm going to spend time with you. That's me. Love, I love you. Mm. Right. So, when you talk about can someone get married without love, I guess in that sense, I don't know that you would necessarily want to be married to someone that's not showing you these things. Now, these things are going to look different from one person to the next, but that show of love is going to be different. That show of love might be protection. That show of love might be providing. It might be uh, building together, building an empire. It might be feeding that person. And that's, you know, food wise, spiritually, mentally, this is how I love you. Right. So then after we talk about love, then he said, now, what is, what does it mean? What is in love? And then, so now I understand where he was going. So I said, well, based on what you're saying, in love is a noun, it's a place. He was like, exactly. It's a place or a state of being. Hmm. And so you can be in love with the person right now, just based on what you know about this person. It's not something that, you know, is, is a, a um, um, again, like this, this grandiose thing that you have to acquire and, you know, but you may be in love with this person because of how they are loving you. Right. And then you may 
at some point they may stop. You may fall out of love with this person. And so I found that concept interesting. I'm still chewing on it. Um, I'm curious to know your thoughts on, on his perspective on love and in love. Yeah, I yeah, I, I give I give my men's props. That was very, <laughs> very wise. Because as you were as even when he said what is love and what I understand love to be, I also agree with love is action. Um we we are taught I, I was just listening to and I think I sent you this lecture by um Brother Sadly Muhammad and he was talking about the, the lecture was titled Love Thyself. And he was saying like love is duty. Well, one, the 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 Bible and the Quran talks about what is love already. But love is love is duty, love is responsibility. Um, and he talked about how love, um, Brother Salim Muhammad specifically, he was talking about how um love is not the fulfillment of my needs, love is the fulfillment of your needs. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. It's the patient of what. I mm. believe that you're going to need. And so I'm going to fulfill that because I, because that's what you need. I'm not fulfilling this action. Right. So this action that we talk, because this is what I need from myself. I'm doing it for you. And that's what love is as well. So I would add on to Hajir's point of love is action, but in the anticipation of what the other person needs. That's good. Um, and um in love i i definitely i like i like the noun um i um i had my mind went to feelings then like one was action the other is feelings like now these are um these are feelings and so so my so as you were saying that and it went to my original question it was like well for me tierica even before i knew you right before i before i quote unquote loved you that i felt that i loved you right i felt like even in my actions I showed love. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know you like that, but I still performed a duty and a responsibility, whether I accepted or understood how I felt and what I was doing. Does that make sense? Right. Now, was I in love with you? <laughs> no. <laughs> right? Right. You know, I, I mean, I love you now. Um, yeah. I don't think like our type of like, I don't know if friends can be in love with each other. You know, you know, you my friend think- soulmate though. I like think I, based on I think based on definition okay, that is okay. the case. You know what I mean? Okay. But I think that people make it weird, you know. Yes. But we could but, be um, weird. We could be weird. <laughs> we could be weird. I'm okay with being weird. But yeah. um but so so with that, with that being said, so yes, so you show you showed me love before we even got a chance to really know each other, know right. who, we, who each other were, but then based on what we learned about each other, we went deeper into love. Right, right. You know, and so I think that that's the same thing when it comes to relationships. Mm-hmm. I think that that's why you can't really build... That's why I didn't list love as a foundation right. for marriage. Because mm-hmm. if if I can fall in love and out of love with you, then I would not want to build my Ooh. marriage on something so fickle. Let me you tell you something. Y'all need to go listen to that lecture by Brother Salim Muhammad now because he came for Alicia Keys in a very good way. Of how can somebody <laughs> fall in and out of love? Who wants who wants to fall in and out of love? Um, and that's because based on our definition and how we've been conditioned to think about love is why people can fall in and out of love. But when you think about love as duty, love as action, love as responsibility, love as the anticipation of the other's need, you can't fall in and out of that. Um, 
but you got to listen to it because he says it way better than what I can try to summarize it as but it is on YouTube love thyself um but to Erica the reason why I brought this up is because um and I really wanted to know your opinion is because as I've been reflecting I feel like I have I've been taught a certain way to approach relationships right and I've been taught to like and it could be either I've been taught directly or indirectly or through experience of this is what I need to do to be in a solid relationship. But I definitely give credit to the minister, give credit to the, the courtship process, process in the in the nation for helping me shift some of my ideas and my consciousness on the way that I approach and perceive relationships. And so, like, for me, I think I said this to you the other day, but I've. I've approached relationships in the past waiting for some type of feeling Mm. like I need to feel this way and I need to connect to you or it just, it's not real. Right. Like I'm not really connected. I don't want, I don't want to really want to be with somebody that I'm not, I don't feel feelings for. Right. And so I was trying to see like, we said something earlier and it made me think of arranged marriages like okay well if I don't like you like that I don't know you then I guess this is an arranged <laughs> marriage right <laughs> but, but in, in, in the same concept of like can can I look at other factors my compatibility with you right do you compliment me do you balance me is God a factor can all these be factors and how I determine if this part, this person will be my life partner or not. Right. And so that's, that's what I was thinking. And I'm not saying what I've been doing is wrong. And I'm not saying what I'm currently saying is right. Right. I'm just saying like, I've been exposed to a different way of like, wow, like I could possibly enter a space, enter a courtship, enter a relationship with someone and not necessarily love them. And, and know that this would be a good life partner for me. And I can grow to love them at some point. If they anticipate my needs and I anticipate theirs. You know, if that makes sense. But so, I think that if you are anticipating their needs. That's there's a form of love. love. Right. <laughs> that is a form of love. So that's the thing. So yeah, but scientifically, you know, uh-huh, like uh-huh. you said, yes, you, you do love that person. You know, because I don't think that. I mean, I guess, but but so wait, wait, wait. But the so scientifically, I guess it's not a feeling though. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, I've been waiting for these butterfly feelings, right? But me, I can love somebody or I can show love towards somebody through my action, and not necessarily it being a feeling. It's just like Tierra, I love you, I got you. So when you need something, or if you, or if I feel that you need something, I'm gonna show up for you, whether you tell me or articulate that to me or not. But I'm not waiting for this feeling of I'm connected to Tierra. So I'm waiting for this to feel right for me to do this for her. I'm not I'm waiting for her to say something to her. I mean, say something. I'm not I'm not waiting for me to feel something for her. I'm not waiting for her to say something to me. And I'm uh, like, tell me that she needs it. And I'm not waiting for her to tell me that she loves me in order for me to reciprocate whatever it is that she's doing for me. So I maybe- just uh-huh. I don't go ahead. I apologize. I just feel like I want to do this because I want to show her that I love her, I guess, without feeling 
love. Like I don't know how, to, and I'm just processing it out loud. But I hope no, I think you're it's going good. with me. Okay, yeah, I'm with you because I think that there, there has to be something like in in this in the definition that we talked about love and in love. There still has to be a space for feeling, you mm-hmm. know, because you got the the um, action verb, then you have the the place. noun, the mm-hmm. place, but that completely negates the feeling. And the so where feeling. does that come in at? We got to put it in there. <laughs> but is it, in, <laughs> like, is it, is it a part of love or is it a part, like, is it a part of like, like I like you. So now this, the, 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 the likeness is where my feelings come in at, but my action towards you is the act of love. Like, <sighs> it's just a whole lot. <sighs> It's just a lot, yeah. <laughs> you just got overwhelmed a little bit. Little overwhelmed. <laughs> you heard my breath. My breathing. Like, let me Take just. A Take a breath. Let me just. So breathe. I think. So I think that. I think that even in <clears throat> this conversation is good because it also helps me to uh, further process my thoughts on on you know love as a as a as a verb as an action mm-hmm. right because. When I tell somebody I love them, how I I want to I want to sh- be able to differentiate between you know that feeling mm-hmm. and that action and that noun. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. if it's even necessary, sometimes hey, they just might get all three, and I I just gotta wrap. I could just wrap it all up in one bow, mm-hmm. but maybe there is a point where somebody might have access to one version of my love and does mm-hmm. not have access to another. Mm-hmm. And if we want, if the goal is to mend that, then we can talk about why they have it over here, but not over there. And then we can discuss how to, how to fix that. But, um, but that's interesting. So, so the question, so the question that you're asking about the feeling um, I think that one can get can marry without the feeling of love, mm. but I don't think mm-hmm. that one can marry without, without the love. action, the action of love. I I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, and I appreciate you going through that with me because I think for me, I've only so so based on our conversation. There's basically three aspects of love, right? There's the feeling, um, there's the place, and then there's the action. And so for me. Um, um, I think when it came to relationships in the past, I've only went with one aspect of love, but I'm not necessarily saying that's wrong either. I mean, but it clearly ain't worked out for your girl. <laughs> so, <laughs> for me, not yet, not yet. right? For me, <laughs> oh, well, hopefully, like, ideally, I have, um, not hopefully for my next and, and my next, uh. No, nah, I was gonna say my next lifetime. <laughs> All right, Erica, hold, on. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me be real intentional, right? Yes. For with my next partner, I I I hope to have all three. Um, mm, yeah. um I, it, it would be great, but um, I have been my 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 perspective has changed a little bit to understand that there is more to love than just feelings. Long story short, and so. Um, um, just thinking about as we we're talking about choosing the right mate, 
finding love and what is the foundation of a relationship, you know, having people figure out what works for them and then, and then go from there. Uh, but thank you. That was, that was my, my main, um, main few things. Um, I was going to, were you going to add anything else to that? No, no, that was, that was it. Yeah. The, the random, the random comment that I was going to say is um, I have, com- Oh, and I, for some reason, I feel the listeners having a conversation with us and telling us what love is. And they're like, Miranda, this is what love is. Feel free <laughs> to let us know on Instagram because I feel yeah, y'all having a conversation. Yeah. I'm just feeling it all right now as y'all are listening that y'all got something to say. So don't be scared to say it. We'd love to read y'all's feedback. And, you know, even if you don't agree, like, you know, share what your thoughts are and what your view is and, and yeah, why. Teach us and then if you do agree or if you if you even even if this podcast like share help open your eyes about some things like share mm-hmm. that with us. And we'd love to read the comments. Yeah. The the last random thing that I was going to just say is. um Oh, I think this is another podcast. Erica. OK, so <laughs> <laughs> it's a couple of things all in one. One of the things we recently talked about was um, I was I was telling you, like, um, of course, I imagine and I see myself as a wife and mother someday. I'm just not there in my life right now. Right. And Mm -hmm. so what I would like to do, though, and this is how I know there's a shift in my consciousness, even though I'm not ready, because, hey, if you wait until you're ready, sometimes you're never ready. But I want to be prepared. So although I may not be ready to be a wife and mom. Now, I want to prepare myself with the skill set um, and of a wife and mom. So when that ever happens to me, I'm not unequipped and I'm not ill prepared to handle it when it does come. And um, I was I was oftentimes I would say the reason why I'm not with somebody or I don't even want to take the chance of getting to know somebody is because I don't. And I just don't want to share my time with somebody. You know, I don't feel like getting to know somebody and taking that time uh, that it takes to get to know someone. Have you heard me say that, Tierica? Somebody probably heard me say that. I've definitely heard you say that. Don't say definitely (laughs) like that. Don't Don't do that. I was making making the same face I made when you said it the first time. Anyways, um, but I was listening to the minister and um recently and the minister the the lecture is called Louis Farrakhan Speaks on Marriage 1983, and it was the part two lecture. And he was talking about one, as Muslims, it is our duty to marry. That's one, right? But then he skipped on a little, he said a little few things um past that, and he ends up saying how a lot of times people don't want to get married out of selfishness and um marriage is that time where you are actually challenged your righteousness is challenged right you can be righteous all by yourself but when you are forced to get to know somebody and to be in unity and and in unison with somebody that's when you're challenged and that was uh, um that was just mind-blowing for me because i realized that i'm single out of selfishness Mm. and and it's okay and and hey if you are if you are aware that you want to be selfish, that's fine. But I I realize like wow, the reason why I'm single as of right now is not because yes, I'm I'm in school, I'm doing what I need to do, but it's 
it's more than that. My selfishness outweighs my passion and my aspirations. I just don't feel like I like that's I don't feel like sharing myself with somebody. I don't feel like doing that with anyone. And I was like, wow, Miranda, like you, you kind of selfish girl. You're going to have to work on that. And I would, I'm curious to like, see when I do enter a relationship, how that's going to challenge me. Because when you're by yourself, of course I can move freely and talk freely and do freely how I want to do. But when you're then with somebody you want to share your space with someone, um, you know, you got to be a little bit more considerate and you got to find that compromise. I was like, yeah, I don't know if I'm there yet, Parlay. So I just thought it was an interesting note. So it wasn't really um, a a lot to it, but wanting to know your thoughts about that as well. Yeah, I remember um, you sharing that with me and I knew immediately that that was the part that got you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh. Uh And I find that, I find that, um, you know, I mean, spot on, like, it was interesting to hear him say it because I'd never thought about it like that or said mm-hmm. it like that, but it was evident to me. It wasn't like, Oh really? Right. Right, like, right. Oh, that's how you say it. <laughs> 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 and so, you know, it just made me think back over this conversation I've had, not just with you, but with, like other people as well. And, um, and my question for you is when you heard it, <clears throat> Was there like a immediate conviction like, oh, I need to do better, like I want to change that, or was it like an acceptance of, yeah, I am kind of selfish and you know I'm okay with that? Mm-hmm. It was kind of both. It was I sometimes in my heart I feel like I have every right to be selfish, right? I know where I'm at in my life at this very moment, right? To be like, this is the capacity that I have and this is what I can give you. Right. And if I feel like I can't give you what I feel, I what I feel I I need for this relationship to be successful, then I don't then what are we doing? Like, why would I why would I waste my own time? But then um, I think the most profound part of what he said was more of me understanding and me realizing that my selfishness is what outweighs my aspirations mm-hmm. right it's like what I and what I mean by that is I have a desire to graduate with my degree and to pursue my career more than I want a relationship and that was like oh wow like like I it, it just challenged my way of thinking and say wow is this like this is or I should say that's what I've been doing in the past but it made me feel like, is this really what you want? And this is how, um, is this how you want to con- continue living your life? Or is there going to be a compromise at some point? Are you, when, if you're, if you're saying you're going to prepare yourself to be a wife and mother someday, are you preparing yourself also for selflessness? And then not only are you preparing yourself for selflessness when you get into the relationship because that's given, but are you going to be willing to sacrifice that before? Because there's work that you have to put in in order to be a wife, like still got to get a husband, you know? And so where does that work? Like, I feel like that work comes in before you're in a relationship. And so that that pre-work that I got to do, that like that um, that gym workout before the actual workout, it's like mm-hmm. the pre-workout. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do now, right, 
And I feel like those are the thoughts that I'm asking myself now about my selfishness. And so I hope I answered your question. You did. You okay. Yeah, so that was my little random little thing, but it all connected still. And it was just, it's just, it's, I'm in an entering, fa- I'm in an interesting phase in my life right now. I, t- I told you, like, there's, there's definitely a shift um, for the listeners. I, I don't know, never, I don't know if you ever experienced like an outer body experience with yourself before, but right now, maybe because your girl's birthday is coming up. Woo! I don't know right um I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or because my values I'm like I'm really witnessing my values and my beliefs being cultivated and changing and shifting and I'm just at awe because I'm bare witnessing my own growth right and I don't remember a time in my life where I've like had an like I'm standing outside myself like damn Rhonda like check you out right and and it's not even killing it it's just growing right and it can be growing in different ways and different areas and different spaces but I'm really like wow like I didn't think about this or I didn't think like this in the past now I can point and let you know where my trajectory changed based on my environment but I can't tell you where I was this awake right and alert on the things that I want in my life and what I'm doing to make sure I get certain things in my life. And so I've just been in a constant state of reflection and um, I'm just, and and this is the first time I, I know I say I'm getting my life together. Right. But I think I'm always getting my life together in the physical sense of like, I'm getting this degree. Right. Um, I'm, I'm working, but I truly feel like internally, spiritually, I'm really getting my life together and I am becoming who I prayed for and who I always wanted to be. And it's just such a good feeling to bear witness that because I was saying not only, I think I was telling you this, I was telling Taharka this, but I said, I don't want to fall in love on purpose. I mean, on accident, right? I don't want to fall in love foolishly. I want to be wide awake and I want to be very intentional when I fall in love. And so that's also aligns with, the person who I'm becoming I don't want to become like this phenomenal personal accident I want to be aware and say Miranda this is what you did and this is what you're doing Mm -hmm. to become who you are it it was not on accident it wasn't blinding I knew exactly what I was doing because I put in the work to do what I needed to do and so this constant state of reflection is like oh okay like I'm 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 dancing my new comparison (laughs) I'm dancing with it I'm learning I'm learning its rhythm and I'm just having fun with it and it's just it's just amazing it's an amazing thing and so I appreciate you taking the time to really have this conversation with me um I want to know if you had any takeaways that you wanted to share with the with the people my takeaways yes I do actually one is um is that when we talked about the foundation for marriage, you know, being mission, mm. God, and communication and comprehension, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to love. Mm-hmm. I another takeaway was um, when you said love is the anticipation and fulfillment of your needs. Mm-hmm. That was really good. I really mm-hmm. like that. I like that a lot. Um, Come on, Sally. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and put Sally's name by that. And it's the anticipation of the other person's needs. Right, right. Uh Uh, How do you spell Sally's name? S-A-L-R-H. 
Yeah, I might have to go watch that full one. Yeah, uh, that video. and it's two. It's two lectures. So I'm telling you, I was very like, this is the one of the best lectures I've or both lectures I ever had. It was a part <laughs> one and two. So okay, perfect. I'll check that out. And then the last one is um, how we broke down love into three parts: being love as a feeling, love as an action, and mm. the place of being in love. Yes. Yes. That was good. I would say for me was the love as well. That was very profound. And um, the, the, of course, the minister saying what um, the selfishness part of not wanting to be married or wanting to be with somebody. Um, and I will also say just to the listeners, if you're no you selfish, and I'm not saying anything is wrong with being selfish, just don't play with somebody else's time. Mm. right if you know you want to you don't want to give certain parts of yourself because you want to focus on a b c and d you are right in your own right to do whatever you want to do just don't play with the other person and so that's something that um Oops. i would say and i would say that be, again <laughs> <laughs> don't don't play with don't play with that other person you know because that's now now that that gets into something else and i think that that's a different level of selfishness and i think that yes, that's like it's, it's- inconsiderate is right. manipulation. You know, right. if you know I want to be married, I want to have children, I want all these things and you know that that's not what you want because you're you're in that in a different space. Nothing's wrong with being in that space, but don't come and play with somebody who's ready. Right. And I think that that's important and that's why you have those conversations in the beginning, right? Uh um but yes, and so thank you all for listening. We really appreciate we really appreciate you all tuning in um, for every episode. We, again, couldn't be us if we didn't leave you with a charge. So I want you to kind of reflect on everything that we said today and take parts that that really stood out to you. Um, one of the questions that I wanted you to reflect on is what factors are important to you in a relationship? Um, and how do these factors honor yourself and your partner while in that relationship? Write it down, share with us on Instagram and tag us at Peace is Calling. We want to know your thoughts. Let us know what is love, right? What does that mean to you? And uh, you can can tag us. You can comment under our videos. You can make a video. Do whatever you feel. You can even text us. Just know that we're going to screenshot it and put it on the Peace is Calling. We'll we'll block out your name though. (laughs) All right. And so thank you for tuning in. And just remember, finding peace isn't peaceful, but we're on our way. So you're going to get the phone? Wait, who you said that was again? Peace. Oh, tell him I'll call him later. <laughs>